Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world! Have you noticed the subtle changes happening lately? The days slowly growing shorter, the nights longer, the coolness at night. I have caught on to a few of these things, at least two of those things. Yeah. Yeah. The frenetic desperation among the wasps, bees, and ants. I haven't seen too many of them. Really? But I'm sure. Actually, no. Ants, yes. I was going to say. I have, yes, I have noticed. I have, no, no, I have noticed an influx of ants doing things where they normally don't do things, where they do not belong. Mm -hmm. Well, fall is my favorite of the seasons, so I'm kind of excited about that. Nice. Uh, Which I've been working on my beehives more frequently lately because in their world it means winter is coming, right? Winter is coming, right. So they're going nuts. And I don't know if it's because I've grown my apiary this year, so I'm seeing more hives, like more activity around my hives and the bees and everything. Yeah. But something just feels different about it. That's kind of why I threw in the uh, part about insects in my little fall description there. It's good, though. But they're going hard. Yeah. Um, I, I saw something cool. I'll save it for after. So sure. The other day. Um. But yeah, so fall is approaching, right? Yes, it is. So I'm very much in the mindset of fall already, and it's not quite here, unfortunately. So that's how I began to browse for my topic this week. All right. Basically. Good. Trying to keep in fall theme. And I stumbled across a monster from the Czech folklore that caught my eye. Do tell. You have my attention. The Bubak. Who? The Bubak. The Bubak. Yeah. All right. I like that term. I like how it sounds. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to go over right now, so I'm going to yeah. stick with that. Well, this might be a slight fright, but we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Because um, the Bubak is a monster similar to others that we've covered in the past. But it's got a bit of a twist. Okay. I love a good twist. It's one of those boogeyman monsters that's always kind of out there lurking in the shadows, right? Isn't it nice to picture a world where all these things are just lurking in the shadows? Mm -hmm. They're just out there. Yeah. Just staring at you, doing stuff. Yeah, it's a the ever-present creeping danger. Good. To prevent your children from wandering too far from the safety of home. Well, he serves a purpose. Uh Or it. Or she, whatever this thing may be. Yeah, it's a, a warning to be cautious of the unknown. You know? Yeah. 
Stay where it's safe. Don't don't venture out too far. Something bad might happen. Right. The bubak lurks near the edge of fields or oftentimes near water. Okay. So dangerous places, potentially. Yeah. Which is why I said it's similar to some of the things we've talked about in the past. Yeah. Um, it is said to mi- be a mimic. It cries out as a small child. Small cries of distress so that anyone passing near enough would feel tempted to go help. Luring them from that safety, right? Yeah. The Bubak finds that children are often easy, more easily tempted than the adults, but it will make a meal out of them without hesitation as well. Great. Doesn't discriminate. Yeah. But age doesn't care. Equal opportunity. Yeah. Uh, something. Just wants we don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But probably nothing good. No. Just wants the meat. Yeah. Wants to eat the meat. So when I was reading about the Bubak, uh, there seem to be a kind of a handful of different versions okay. of what it may ultimately look like. So we'll just talk about a couple of those uh, before we get into it a little bit more. So some some say the Bubak is a dark skeletal figure wearing a long coat and a hat that he he when he grabs children, he stuffs them in underneath the long lengths of his coat. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Another version says that he is a demonic-looking humanoid figure that grabs the naughty children and stuffs them in a sack. It's just a good sentence and just a reliable method. Yeah. Putting people in the sack, it's always a good move. A handful of figures that we've talked about, monsters, yeah, have employed that method pretty uh, yeah. successfully, I guess, I over agree. the course of time. I would agree, yeah. Definitely becomes a staple. Again, mm-hmm. it's a it's a go to. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe the Bubak had learned. Maybe it's changed. You know, adapted. Maybe it's studied. Mm-hmm. Krampus. I like the idea of it being like a bookworm and other like monsters. It's yeah. Like, ah, sack's a good choice. Yeah, good like, choice. What was he trying before a sack? Like something that just didn't work. He out. just put him under his yeah, coat. coat. They kept running away. <laughs> they kept getting out. I need I need a container. I need a container for these kids. I need a kid container. Other monsters like, what the fuck do you do? <laughs> yeah, it's just my thing. Don't worry about it. Yes. I'm gonna go hit the library though. Yeah, and then he's got his little glasses on. He's like, yeah. oh, a sack. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, however, my favorite description and the one that first caught my attention of the boobock is that often it looks simply like a scarecrow from a distance. However. Once you've been lured in close enough by the sounds of a baby crying or a voice calling out for help, you realize that what you thought was a normal scarecrow is a long, thin skeleton that is horrifying to witness as it is draped in a long, thick black coat and underneath a broad-brimmed hat is its skeletal face and it peers at you with long, sharp teeth. So like this, is, this feels like a guy... Like a character, he's already like a character in my brain. I've already fleshed out, you know, and even got like the the cinematography, like in my head of like uh-huh. approaching the field, scared the whole thing you just described. I can visualize it. That's quite a scene. It's quite a stage that's being set right now. Yeah, 
The spinal column of the bubak coils and slithers like a snake, allowing the creature to quickly snatch its startled prey. So it, like, rests on a long, thin stem. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Not not horrifying. Totally Uh fine and safe. Just the best. Yeah. Well, the bubak prefers to hunt on a night that is brightened by the full moon. It's often seen on full moon nights. He certainly has been like reading up on other creatures. He's like, the full moon's where it's at. Yeah. That's when the party happens. All right. Once it has snatched its victims, it collects them under its coat until it gets some time. Then he feeds off the souls of those he's caught while he shreds the skin right off the husks of their lifeless bodies. Oh, my God. Using their flesh to mend his jacket or add to the heavy, horrible thing. Oh my god, he's got a skin coat? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's just, that's a big, dark, rotting flesh jacket. You want to escape my jacket now? Oh my god. Yeah. What? Lunatic? When when the Bubak has completed his hunt, or his appetite has been sated, he slithers his way to his cart and rides off, pulled by a team of giant black cats. That carries him back to whatever. Who is this guy? (laughs) What does he call his home? I'm sorry, cut you off. I said to carry him off to whatever hell he calls home. Yeah, literally, whatever (laughs) hell. He's got a chariot of cats. He's got a coat made of skin. Yep. He's a skeleton with a hat and a long jacket. Yep. Who mimics the voice of children and hunts under a full moon. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's cool. (laughs) (laughs) He's terrifying. He's like winking at the camera. He's like, yeah. Yeah. As he drives by, he's just, you know, real excited. He's mm-hmm. real happy. Oh, yeah. Just to be who he is. He's living life. Oh, God. Yeah. So that's the Bubak. There's a couple other sure. twists and turns on yeah. some descriptions, but essentially that's all there is on this guy, which is awesome. But that's it. The Bubak. So, like, okay. I am picturing him because, you know, he, he's a bookworm. He went to the li- – or he watched tapes, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. Whatever time frame he's existing in. I mean, back in the day, he's reading books or scrolls because I feel like he's been at this for a long time. Probably. Um, okay. So, but then, like, but then like he's no dummy. So then he gets inspired. And he's like, you know what? I need a carriage pulled by giant cats. Let's go find some of them. Yeah. And do that. Yeah, it's just got a cart pulled by a team of giant black cats, which it won't surprise me if I stumble into that being some other part of folklore in the future. I wouldn't doubt. it's. But this is the first time I've come across it. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. It's the first time I've heard about it. Yeah. Uh, So that was kind of the... The the Bubak is a pretty staple boogeyman type thing. Yeah. But, like I said, he's got a twist to him that's pretty cool. Uh, so the Scarecrow thing is pretty terrifying. There's a lot in there, right? Yeah. I mean, I see the movie in my head, and I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll show you the picture that I first saw when yeah, I was please. just kind of like, do-do-do, what am I going to do today? Right. And then I came across this picture. Well, sometimes you never know what you're going to do today. Let's get real close to the mic. So yeah, you look at that and you're like, oh yeah, I gotta talk about this. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. 
And that's basically what I picked. Did he have long fingers too? Yeah, he's got like long branch looking fingers well, how and stuff else? in this picture. But well, how better to shred the uh, the flesh from little children than with your long skinny bone knife hands? Yeah, but you can see him just in the field. It's right. like that's how the that's how the movie opens, right? It's mm-hmm. Just the field. Then you hear so you hear a kid like running, you hear and then you see him, you know, you see his footsteps, and then um, that little ch- child hears a scream. It's like, oh, what's up with that? Then he runs over, and then like the pan is a far pan out mm-hmm. of just like the little kid running across the screen. Then he runs by the scarecrow, and then it just kind of like the jacket unfurls the claw, and he just un- just swallows him whole. And then the kid's never seen again. He's gone. But it's the beginning of the movie, so you don't get a close look at it. You just see that. Thin scarecrow figure with a cool ass jacket, mm-hmm. just take him, you know, take him away. The carriage and the cats will come later in the <laughs> film. You can't start with that. We got to no. build to that. Yeah, definitely got to build to that. And like, you can even see like the moon in the background, like just kind of like, it's it's about to be dusk. Yeah, but you can, but it's where you can see the moon in the sky. You know what I mean? Like it's not total nighttime yet, but it's coming. Yeah. Then that kid is just, he went where he shouldn't go. Yeah, uh, it makes me realize that. When I was doing this, I was thinking about it does seem like a horror movie. Then I was like, well, I've never seen I Know What You Did Last Summer. Which okay. has got the scarecrow, right? Um, no, that's Jeepers Creepers. I've never seen either of those. Jeepers Creepers, obviously. I haven't seen. Um, I Know What You Did Last Summer, I have seen all of those. Which one's the scarecrow? Jeepers Creepers? I'll be Jeepers Creepers. Um, yeah. I Know What You Did Last Summer has got the hook hand. Ah, yes. I've never seen either one of those. But I was thinking the long... I yes. My name mixed up when I was thinking about it mm-hmm. earlier, obviously. And I was wondering, I'm going to have to watch it now. I should have watched should. it years ago. Yeah. But I wonder if they took a little bit of the boobock for that. You know, the first thing I thought about when you said boobock. And it, the Papa Duke. Correct. Yeah. And the visual is like, does it still checks out? Yeah. But like you does. said, twist. Mm-hmm. Different, but long, you know, hat, long coat, skeletal figure. Yeah. Baba Dukish. Dukish. Yeah. And I don't know what the Baba Duke comes from. That's a good question. I know that movie, I think, was in New Zealand. Yeah, I know it's still like one of my, it is still like one of my favorites, though. I do like it a lot. It is a good one. Um, so let's, let's just, if, um, you know, if the internet works for me, I can. Baba Duke. It also could just be a made-up word too, based off of the boobock and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, let's see. We'll just do a quick little dive here. Um, yeah. Um, lore. Can you? Uh, I should type in Baba Duke. Lore. That's what I want to type in. Movie was Australia, not New Zealand. I was close-ish. Oh yeah. I don't know why I thought it was one over the other, but it doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. I'm just look, trying to look. It's just trying to like what the. Uh, uh, this is a question. Somebody in Hebrew, Baba Duke means roughly he is coming for sure. Oh shit! So maybe it comes from that. So perhaps, yeah, so it would be a, like a Jewish, like lore, perhaps, maybe. Yeah. Old 
apocrypha or whatever yeah. different um Seems like ancient tellings be. maybe these are all things someone oh okay hey when has a core ever let you down uh all the time not today constantly all right so <laughs> is the movie the baba duke based on an existing myth or story that's like literally the question we were posing to each other what no the baba duke's name really this is just somebody that doesn't matter that's rude to say but that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> well, all right <laughs> now the baba duke's name really means a bad book um, and one of the reasons why the film is so fresh and critically acclaimed is that, unlike most horror movies, the monster is not supposed to be based on a true story legend, something that could happen. Rather, it represents grief and depression. This is why the monster itself is not CGI'd to look terrifying. While we never see it, it is something that we have all felt or will feel at some point and um, manifests itself differently to everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then... It, if I continue reading yes. on this, too, it says in Hebrew... Baba Duke translate roughly to he is coming for sure. And then it says it's a coincidence though. This wasn't the reader. The reason director Jennifer Kent named the monster Baba Duke. So just got to continue reading, I guess. And then this other um, person who all these people and everyone on earth, they generally matter or matter to someone. That was a bold thing to say. This person doesn't matter. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's the internet. A lot of comments, a lot of thoughts. But this other um, individual talks about how uh, the Babadook may not be real, but then they go on to connect it to the Hat Man, which is an obvious connection, right? Yeah. And that's, you know. And then, then this person goes on to say, I researched it while watching the movie because I thought I saw a tall, shadowy man with a black top hat in my closet when I was a child. Oh. I always thought it was my imagination, comma. But who knows? Who knows? The Hat Man is still a weird phenomenon. But, like, the Hat Man is honestly, like, why? Right? Like, no matter what chemicals are going on in her head to make those things happen, why is it a man with a hat? I don't know. And a long coat. But this fall, keep an eye on those scarecrows. Are they they getting kids? They might be. Are they napping kids? Yeah. That's what it seems like. Um... There was another version of the the boobock that hopped along on its like spine. Yeah. And I was like, that seems painful. Oh good, it's a pogo stick yeah. skeletal monster. <laughs> and kinda hilarious to see. So the coiling snake spine makes more sense and is more horrifying. Yeah, he's a scarecrow snake skeleton. Mm-hmm. Murderer of children. Yep. Who has a Equal opportunity murderer. That's true. He would prefer kids, but he'll take an adult because, you know what? You got to do what's doing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just easier to get the kids. Which is why the boogeyman story. Yeah. You know, adults still get scared. Children get scared more easily, right. typically. Uh, so. You would think. Give this story to them to... Get them to stay out of the fields at night. Don't go wandering alone. I mean, it still stands today. There should be more monsters for, like, things you're not supposed to do that people say are going to come get you. Like, uh, like, don't drink and drive. The. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like 80 different demon names come into my head and I just froze. Just go with your generic one, Demon Ox. I was going to say Demon Ox is coming. That's where I was going. I thought that was too played. It's like, yeah, you better not drink and drive or Demon Ox will get you. What do you mean? Yeah, he'll jump through your windshield and like rip off your head, which is what would happen if you are in an accident, perhaps. Yeah. So like, you better not do that because Demon Ox is coming. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Demon Ox is a staple. <laughs> What's that demon's name? Demon Ox. <laughs> Demon Ock did not study in any library or any kind of facility where he gains knowledge. It's like if I asked you to come up with a random man's name and you just went, Guy Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a story where a human battles a demon. Who are the main characters? Oh, Guy Man and Demon Ock. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Does he have any relationship with anybody? Oh, yeah. It's Womania. <laughs> Womania? Yeah. That's who Guy Man dates. All right. Well, before we get too far off topic, oh yeah, here, you're afraid it's going off the rails. Yeah, <laughs> guy man. Talk. I did come across an interesting story when I was doing this. It All doesn't right. really fit directly with the Bubak, but it kind of fits in in theme with all of these uh, boogeyman yeah, type okay. stories, or yeah. like the man, uh, the sack man, which the sack man. That's like another thing they said that the. Bubak kind of meant. Okay. Um, which is why he had his trial runs with the the jacket at first, and then he wasn't a fan, and then yeah. he used the sack for a bit, and then he went back to being a scarecrow. But uh, I came across an interesting story. That it's too short to really do anything with either on its own, so we might as well just talk about it here. Yeah, sure. So, in a Spanish province in 1910, there was a 55-year-old father of a family who was suffering from tuberculosis. It'll get you. Especially turn of the century-ish. Every time. Uh, tuberculosis was killing lots of people. It's just amazing how like recent that was a like serious problem, and now barely anybody even thinks about tuberculosis or if you tell somebody what tb is just say like tb mm-hmm. what's that it's like guys come on so this man uh his name was francisco ortega el moruno had tb and he was seeking out how to get healed okay you know yeah as you do so he went to his barber slash healer which is a thing that was the norm for a weird amount of time. Yeah, barbers or doctors. Yep. It's just a good... It almost feels like we'll get back there at some point, but let's not go there. So, the barber said that the cure for TB was to drink the blood from the body of a child and spread its still warm butter on your chest. It's what? Still warm butter. Child butter? Yep. (laughs) I don't even know what child butter is, and I don't want to know. Well, so how this story plays out and how it relates to this at all. Yeah, probably awfully and just terrifying. The child was stuffed in a sack. Okay. He was kidnapped. A seven-year-old Bernardo Gonzalez Parra 
was kidnapped and probably taken near water or a field, but I don't know exactly. Let's just assume. But he was snagged and stuffed into a sack and then dragged to an isolated farmhouse where the uh, healer had prepped the farmhouse. Yeah, quotation marks, healer. Yeah, well, to heal somebody, the little kid's not about to get healed. Yeah, to some he people didn't you're sense a, that coming. No, no. To some people you're a healer. To some people you're a herder. You know, great. So after the boy was kidnapped, um, he was removed out of the sack uh, the following day, and in a daze, he was cut in the armpit from which blood poured and was mixed with sugar. After that, uh, his head was crushed with a skull, or his his skull was crushed with a rock. Oh my god. Where she later came back and extracted some fat from him, and the omentum, which I had to look up, is like part of your like stomach, I guess. Oh, come on, man. Or like the organs. Oh, come but, on. And then she made a compress out of that uh, to apply to the man's chest. So she made a butter from the fat and organ something. And so, what was his name? Francisco Ortega drank the sugar blood and had the butter of a seven-year-old child rubbed onto his chest and and uh, I believe still died from TB. That's what I was waiting for. And he still died. Yeah. And it didn't work. Actually, I don't, it doesn't, Wikipedia actually said if he died or not. That I seems, just assume he did. That seems like a very important part of the story. Yeah, it's just a short little article, though. Um, but yeah, so. There is a perfect example of why Boogeyman's stories exist, though. This kid was literally stuffed in a sack and murdered. Right. And harvested. So, just like the boobock. So watch yourself, right? Like in a different way, but like... Right. Same overall purpose. Right. So watch yourself. It'd be like if the boobock, you know, had like a... Worked in like the medical field. Yeah. I need a kid. If he's claiming to be a doctor, then he's yeah. just like out acquiring children to... To butter. make these concoctions, and yeah. what was what was the guts called? Or the uh, it was called the omentum. The omentum. Quick, the quick little Wikipedia says in anatomy, the omentum, also called the omentum or rhinum, is a bilaminar fold of peritoneum. It's a bunch of stuff. It feels like the Bubak movie would be called Omentum, and that would happen at some point in that movie. Sure. Some really fucked up part. Yeah. So. That sucks. Yeah, I feel like there's similar things you could tie into. I mean, there's still a lot of kidnappings today. Like, mm-hmm. watch out for the boobock. The right. boogeyman. And any missing person story that doesn't have an answer means anything could be the answer. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it is. It's just all out there. Yeah. I mean, if there's any lesson the Boobock teaches, just watch yourself. Be alert. For 
cool, you know, Matrix 90s trench coat wearing skeletal snakes with a top hat that hang out in a carriage pulled by a bunch of giant cats. Yeah. The Boobox, cool. <laughs> the other reason I wanted to bring the Boobox up yeah. is because guess what? What? We're getting close to the end of our year. Oh, yeah. You you want to have it in the mix, huh? Yeah. You got to get you gotta get some contenders for our battle royale at the uh, our bracket. Not going to lie. Most episodes, that's a consideration I think about. Yeah. So this one seemed cool. I wish I could have found more on him. Like, maybe I could f- go on. I don't know, Boogeyman. No, I feel like I boogeyman.com. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like I just end up on no sleep finding a cool story that somebody wrote about it. Right, and it's like, well, I don't need to read others. Like, yeah, read, but like, doesn't need to be for this. Right. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, I've had that. God, I mean, I can't think of them at the top of my head right now. But there's been times when I've you know, read like literally like even less than what you, you know, I mean, that's actually a good chunk of information considering like, oh, here's this guy from folklore. Oh, that's it. What's he, any story? No, that's all he does. No legends, no stories. Mm-hmm. But he has a lot going on as far as that category goes. Yeah. Like interesting things. Like, all right. Do you want to see a snake skeleton man just like riding behind a chariot of black cats? Because I do. Yes. Oh, and the jacket might be made of flesh. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Human leather. Nice. Great. And then he just talks to you like a baby. <laughs> sure. Like, all right. That's borderline cat talk, but he's got a bunch of those, so maybe he meows too. Maybe. Know. Yeah, Boobock, though. He was pretty cool. All right, the Boobock. Well, if you are a Boobock, change your ways because that's pretty morbid. Take a picture, though. Send us before you. But you probably look really cool, though, yeah, too. Yeah, just let me see. Yeah, you probably look like a real cool dude as you're gallivanting across the countryside. On your chariot of black cats. <laughs> Stealing people's children, or anybody you get a hold of, really. Anybody dumb enough to fall into your grasp. You can email us at weirdandfearedpodcast. Yeah. com. I feel like, you know, he's a well-researched man, the... Our lead character tonight is often on the internet. Maybe. Typing, searching. Mm-hmm. Catfishing people to abduct them. Oh, my God. He would totally do that. There Modern you go. time. Yikes. Careful on Tinder there. Yeah, you, you might, might be. be getting catfished by the boobock. <laughs> that should be somebody's Tinder profile. He boobock. asks you to meet it in the yeah. field. <laughs> boobock. And it's like, be I'm gonna, wary. I'm going to get you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on patreon.com slash we're in fear <laughs> that's the thing you can do um, and leave us a review we'd like that a lot wherever you can just to be like this is you know we always like those shout outs it helps push the show up and stuff yeah but yeah just be careful guys yeah be careful but if you ever do cons- encounter a boobock let them know you're staying spooky yeah stay spooky <laughs> <laughs>